You're listening to Leading with a Braveheart, the podcast for female leaders who want to lead with confidence and compassion. I'm Michelle, and I created this podcast to help you feel confident being you, to be comfortable in your own skin. I share career and life strategies to lead yourself through all the things life throws at you. I'm so grateful you're here. Now onto the show. episode, I want to share one of my early learnings before being considered potential for a leadership role, how to not become defensive in feedback conversations. It's so hard. The instincts kick in to explain, defend your position, share, you already know that, and I've already reflected on it. So imagine this, sitting in a feedback conversation and your manager gives you all the positive feedback and you feel almost embarrassed, you nervously smile, you don't know how to respond, trying to be humble. Now, this may or may not resonate with you, but then also imagine when the learning opportunity comes your way, whether you've already learned from it or not, you're given that constructive feedback or in your head, the perfectionist head, the negative feedback, where you fell short, the diminishing feedback, that stuff that means you're not perfect. And you feel the need to jump in and explain why it happened or where you fix things or whatever it is. Why do we feel the need to jump in and do this? Or is it just me? (laughs) Now, imagine this same scenario. And when the manager got to the negative feedback, um, she says to you, everything's great, but there's one thing. You become defensive when given constructive feedback. (laughs) Is it possible to get defensive about that? Uh, uh, There is. Um, I explained how I usually want to share why things happen the way they did, etc. And it hit me, not all in that moment, but it um, it hit home later on because this manager was someone I respected. She was only giving me this feedback because she cared about my career, because she wanted me to improve or to grow as a person, as a leader one day. Now, cut to later in my career when I had staff, I didn't want to provide negative feedback, but I certainly um, want the people on my team to become aware of what impact they were having on their career or where they could take on, um, take an opportunity to grow. And even there were times when I had a difficult time giving feedback on behavioral areas, but I cared about the person more than if they would um, yeah, like me afterwards. And so I did it anyway. Now, many leaders wouldn't. They avoid and let the behavior continue at the detriment of the team, but even more importantly to the person that needs the feedback and their career and potentially their life as well. So I did have some bullet points here to cover on the benefits of receiving this constructive feedback in reviews or feedback conversations, but I went on and on about my little example and story. But hopefully you can see why I shared that. It's very common. 
Now, sometimes we have managers that we don't respect and we want to tell them that they're wrong. My suggestion is creating conflict here or standing your ground may not be the best move either. They do have a lot of power over your career at this point. They're your manager. So my advice is to find a role where you work for someone you do respect as a leader. You may not like them, but you respect them. And I know this is not always possible in the short term. So you may need some strategies in the meantime. So whatever your situation, my go-to for feedback conversations is to always thank the person for their feedback. It usually takes a lot of courage to share the hard stuff. Um, The person giving the feedback, it actually takes that courage to do that. So I'm not talking about the narcissist that loves giving this feedback, but don't start there thinking that. Um, Don't start by thinking that they're a narcissist, even if they deliver the message in a cold way. It's usually a mechanism to protect themselves. Look for signs in your leader that they're nervous and it's easier to take the feedback for what it is, an opportunity for growth, a sign that they care. Now, even a narcissistic person will only use your defensiveness against you later anyway. So I still think getting defensive or explaining yourself is the last resort in feedback conversations. So whether you are dealing with a manager you respect, a new manager who is learning to be a leader and holds the conversation in a clunky way, or the narcissistic manager, the approach can be the same. So I'll go through the steps. First, you're going to listen and be really aware of what they're saying and how they're saying it and and why they're saying it as best you can. Then you're going to say thank you. And that's number two. And number three, provide a considered response. So you may have a response that you would like to prepare for so that you know you know you're going to get either maybe defensive or emotional or um, something some other emotion in the in the moment so you're going to have something prepared as your considered response it may be something like um, you know it may all be in one sentence like thanks for that feedback I probably need a bit of time to process and absorb it and come back and discuss with you in another meeting. Can I set up a time later on once I've processed that? Something that you're ready to say um, when you go into those conversations or you have it always in the back of your head, or it could be something that you you think of in the moment that's appropriate for that particular feedback. So that's three. And then four is actually doing that piece of reflection on it afterwards. There is a reason they gave you that feedback. So have a think afterwards, reflect on it. Maybe you can process it the next day um, and think about what it means for you, whether it's something that you want to take on or something you want to discuss with your manager later. Now, number five is basically that step. You can always come back with your thoughts or further questions for your manager in a follow-up meeting. So number five is the follow-up. So we have listening, saying thank you, a considered response, reflecting on it afterwards, and um, your follow-up. 
Now, as you become more comfortable with feedback, you may change your approach. You may already be here and beyond this. I know as a leader early in my career, I would struggle more with someone who would say to me, I want feedback on what I'm not doing so well or where my growth or learning is and what I can do to improve. And um, that was a shift for me because it was about helping then Uh, these team members with their growth and development. So then I needed to put more effort into paying attention to these little things that they might want to just tweak in their career or help them with their next steps. So if you're on the other end of these conversations, be mindful here because you want to use these feedback conversations as a coaching opportunity to not necessarily be telling them what they need to do because they've asked you for the feedback. So you start switching into that teacher mode or, or directive mode, but to use those, they want feedback, but actually it's inside them. So you need to come up with, or you need to develop your coaching skills and start to be able to ask them what they want to achieve and make sure that your advice or your feedback is relevant to their career goals. Anyway, this is a whole other podcast, so I'll park that one and let me know if you find that helpful for those listeners who struggle with this part of the role, providing that coaching feedback. So back to defensiveness for now. Another way to approach this is to recognize it and own it. Mention it to your manager that it's something you want to work on and work on it together. I had a friend tell me she often gets defensive when given feedback and she just owned it. She just said, I always get offensive when I've given feedback. So she admits for some reason, perhaps being an overachiever, a perfectionist or a people pleaser, she knows she feels the need to defend herself when getting that negative or that constructive feedback. So um, just think about how you are in your work life. This might be an awareness, awareness moment. It's like, oh yeah, I am too. I do get um, defensive because I want to be perfect at all of this. So I always give my manager the reasons why, the reasons why I didn't meet that goal, the reasons why I behaved that way, or the reason um, why I haven't met that sort of expectation yet, or haven't exceeded the expectation. Because some sometimes the feedback is something that, you know, is a potential for you at this point in time, and they just want you to be aware and maybe start working on something. So I hope you've got something out of this episode, whether you see yourself in my friend who is owns it and she's always uh, open about being defensive and there might be some other way that you can manage that or my earlier experience I provided around um, being a leader as well or if you're leading people and can find a way to sort of navigate someone who is defensive in your team so hit me up with any questions over on Instagram at braveheartcoach otherwise until next time have an awesome week (laughs) 